0: and it's like that scripture that says those who know the truth the truth will set you yeah. free. So it's like the, the truth that you have revealed to you is the truth that's going to set you free. I know for me, Victoria's talking about, you know, you might have gone through things and that doesn't mean that you, you know, you you adopt and, and change your doctrine based on that. And I know for me, it's like when you begin to understand that the enemy, he really does try to grab a hold of anything that's going to set Believers everything the finished work of Jesus, the salvation that Jesus purchased for us was total well-being was forgiveness which which uh, which is healing and um, you know complete deliverance from all oppressions of the de- the devil because Jesus said for this reason did I come to destroy the works of Satan the enemy yeah. you know so anything of uh, that's bad. Is not for you depression. Uh, you should have joy. You should be in peace. All these things that and prosperity. You know that the devil attacks all these truths that come with salvation. He ta- attacks prosperity like no other. He he attacks healing like no other. He yep. attacks the faith having faith like no other. He attacks the the you know the authority of the word like no other. Why? Because he knows that is the power. There is power available. For believers, when they grab a hold of this truth that sets you free, that sets you above, that sets the enemy below your feet... He knows that he's lost, and he is defeated. The devil is defeated. Jesus Christ is victorious, and those who are born of God have overcome the world, and we know this by our faith. Our faith, it makes us be victorious. And so, you know, our faith in believing the truth that set us free is what, like Victoria is saying, is what we're going to experience. And, you know, the more that we understand that these things that are, are you know, attacked by the enemy— um, are things that really he knows that there is power there, and that's why again, you know, going. I feel like we say this scripture every time. There is power. Um, the preaching of the gospel is the power unto salvation. It's the power for you to become the who God says that you can be and what you can have. And I know for me personally, I you know I had an experience. I had a testimony of you know the enemy trying to keep me in a place of um, anxiety, a place of uh, depression, a place. Of of attack! I had a panic attack, and I I'm gonna relate to people that may have been there. That um, you feel like you're dying. You feel like you're dead. But even though that happened, I I'm not gonna change the way that I know who my God is. To you know say okay, well because of this happened, I'm. You know, this was like several years ago. But, you know, since then, I didn't bow my doctrine. I know God's word was true. I know that he is my strength. I know he's my healer. He's my deliverer. Uh, you know, in that moment, there, it was surely of the devil. I mean, thoughts that were not my own. Uh, the devil, you know, crept in, gave, you, gave, gave me just terrible thoughts. And I don't want to dwell on that because I'm not trying to exalt the devil here. But I'm telling you. God rose up within me. The the word within me rose up and I knew that this, I knew who my God was. I knew that he was true and I knew his word was true. So even though that happened to me, even though I had experienced that, that was not going to, you know, get me off course because God has a plan for my life. And so I remember, you know, asking the Lord, you know, kind of months after that had happened because it was kind of, you know, why did that happen, Lord? What 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 happened there? And I remember the Lord showed showed me and and you know, just brought light to some issues that were happening before. I remember he gave me the scripture death and life are in the power of the tongue, and those who love it will eat the fruit thereof. And so that that revelation from the Lord became so real to me at that time, because I remember, you know, leading up to this point, um, I was just speaking, you know, negativity, I was speaking failure, I was speaking fear, I was speaking, you know, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks, but praise the Lord that that was the the same thing, this scripture was the same thing that rose me to the the truth that I know that I'm not going to bow to my doctrine, that I started speaking, thank you, Lord, that you're my healer, thank you that you're my deliverer, thank you that Jesus has freed me from all oppression of the devil. Thank you that, God, you are the strength of my heart. Thank you. You know, you you begin to speak the word. You begin to speak life, and that is the you know, not bowing to doctrine, not bowing to my experience, not bowing to what had happened. And honestly, it was, you know, during this time, going back to what we were talking about earlier, you know, I submitted to the word. I humbled myself to the authority of this word. And I started to trust the Lord more than ever. I started to, to know that this word is going to be so real to me. And I remember just going through and reading about the scriptures of who Jesus was, that he literally would go around touching, people and they would be healed at once like that story with blind Bartimaeus he threw off his old life he threw off what he knew and Jesus called to him pulled him out of that place he was in and gave him new life he was able to see all these things became revelations to me when i understood that you know everything that Jesus did the compassion of Jesus was that people did not leave people where they're at but the compassion of Jesus and the comfort that Jesus gives but is by telling them the truth and raising raising them up from their state to the state that he has them which is healing which is wholeness which is deliverance and which is you know full salvation in their life and and you know even though i had a testimony i'm not saying that to say that this is going to be everyone's testimony everyone's going to have to go through you know an attack that is not what i'm saying at all and in fact i i rarely talk about that because it's it's nothing that i want to you know glorify glorify the devil and in fact this is to glorify the lord that he is a deliverer i I still know him as my deliverer i still know him as my healer as my one who has picked me up and set my feet on the rock to stay to pick me up and to to show to me to be my revealer of this truth that i have been set free and freely i i live indeed because the devil is defeated in my life and and now i get to you know share And say that I have a testimony that glorifies Jesus and his healing, his power, his deliverance, and his compassion to be able to say, rise up, you know, and walk and live and be whole.
1: Yeah, and you know, I I was actually with Courtney when all this was going down and we were we were both having a lot of revelation of God's word at this time. And I just see I see the fruit of, you know, what it looks like to go through something and not change your doctrine. You know, Courtney had every reason to bow her knee and say, "Well, oh, well, you know, God doesn't always deliver from anxiety and fear." But because she she didn't bow her knee, I, you know, she has not struggled. She's not had an attack yeah. since then. This is not blind faith like, "Oh, well, we're just in God's word, but we're actually going through hell. That's not what we're saying. We're saying that when right. you don't bow your knee, you don't change your doctrine, which is exactly what the devil wants. The devil wants you to change what you believe to fit your circumstance. But when you don't, your victory is sure. Mm-hmm. No matter if you're going through something right now, you will get the victory if you do not bow your knee. If you keep your keep God's word number one, regardless, you know, and He will help you, He will give you grace to get through that and come out with the victory. Courtney has the victory, and now she knows she'll never go through that again. Once you defeat the devil in one area, he will never be able to get the victory as long as you keep God's word first. And you know, I just wanna encourage you and remind you, God does not have a plan for your defeat. God does not have a plan for you to stay sick. God does not have a plan for you to stay in bondage to sin. I wanna tell you right now who, this is who Jesus is. This is Matthew chapter eight, verse 16. It says, that that evening, the people brought to him many who were demonized and, and by Jesus only speaking one word of healing over them, they were totally set free from their torment and everyone who was sick received their healing. In doing this, Jesus fulfilled the prophecy of Isaiah. He put upon himself our weaknesses. He carried away our diseases and made us well. That's the Jesus of the Bible. Let me just read that one more time. This is the Jesus of the Bible. That we are preaching unto you. That Jesus, that by speaking one word of healing, they were totally set free from their torment. Everyone who was sick received their healing. That is the Jesus of the Bible. That's the Jesus of the gospel. He's the same today that he was 2,000 years ago. And not only that, you know, a lot of people talk about the compassions of Christ. And he is such a compassionate Savior. He is so loving, so wonderful, so glorious, so mighty. He's so Passionate. It even says, so this is right after that in Matthew chapter 8 and 9, he's going through literally healing all. He raises the dead. He casts out devils. He heals the sick. And so he had done this. There was 10 miracles that happened in these two chapters. And at the end of chapter nine, um, he's it says in verse 36, when he saw the vast crowds of people, Jesus's heart was deeply moved with compassion because like they seemed weary and helpless, like wandering sheep without a shepherd. He turned to his disciples and said, so he was moved with compassion to turn to his disciples and say the harvest is huge and ripe, but there's not enough harvesters to bring it all in. As you go, plead with the owner of the harvest is to, to send out more reapers into the harvest and so Jesus was so moved with compassion he saw there's so many people oppressed by the devil there's so many people sick there's so many people in bondage so what was his response so chapter 10 verse 1 he gathers his disciples together and he imparts to them authority to cast out demons and heal every sickness and every disease so Jesus's response was to impart authority over the devil to his to his disciples and then in verse 5 it says that he commissioned them to go out into the harvest. He tells them, okay, I've given you authority. I've given you power. Now go out into the harvest. And this is the instructions that he gives them. So this is the compassion of Jesus Christ. He tells his disciples, go preach this message heaven's kingdom realm is accessible, close enough to touch. He sell, he tells them to actually go preach, preach the word, preach my word, tell the people that the kingdom of God is here. The kingdom of God is at hand. What does that mean? That means tell the people the power of God is here. The Bible says the kingdom of God is not a matter of talk, but of power. That's a scripture. So when he's telling them, go out and tell them the power of God is here. It's accessible to you to be delivered, to be set free, to to be healed. So that's exactly what he told them. Go, his compassion moved him to tell them, go preach my word so that he could, his power would come behind it and confirm the word. So right after that he says, preach this message. Tell them the kingdom of God is here. It's close. It's at hand. You must continually bring healing to the lepers, to those who are sick. Make it your habit to break off demonic presence from people. Raise the dead back to life. Freely you have received the power of the kingdom. Freely release it to others. So this is the compassion of our savior, Jesus Christ. This is his compassion. He loves you so much and he has such, he's so moved. This is why he's given us power. He's given us authority. How awesome is that? That not only did Jesus walk in this authority, but that he's given it to us so that we can set other people free. So I want to tell you, Jesus has a plan for not only you to be completely set free, completely delivered, completely made whole, but you now, he wants you to have that power and that authority to, bring other people into that same place to lift people up out of their pit of destruction that's exactly what the Bible says in the um, the book of Psalms it says Um, I waited uh, patiently upon the Lord. He heard my cry. He's the God who hears your cry. He lifts you up out of a pit of destruction, sets your feet upon a solid rock, and fills your mouth with a song of joy. Not a song of defeat, a song of redemption, a song of joy, a song of new life. And so that's exactly what Jesus wants to give you. And don't don't listen to anything that goes against that. You know, stick with who Jesus was in the gospel. The life of Jesus is the same way he is today. He's the God of the living. He's not the God of the dead. So the, the people who are alive right now in the body of Christ, he is your God and what you believe him to be is what you'll experience in your life.
0: Yeah, and and, you know, with the gospel, it's the gospel of hope. It is the gospel of peace. It's the gospel of comfort. You know, it says that God is a God of comfort. You know what comforts people? You know what comforts people who are broken and hurting? You know, even if you are broken and hurting, the light of God, the hope of God, the hope that this message, that Jesus Christ is the hope, is your hope, is the hope for people that are broken, that are hurting, that are addicted, that are afflicted, that are oppressed. Jesus is the comfort. He's your comfort. This message of Jesus being the hope. He and this this message of deliverance, of healing, of the power that's available to raise you up, to not keep you where you're at because you know without it, there without this message, without this hope, without the truth of Jesus, people people are hopeless. Their their only hope is maybe you know maybe my hope is it, is to, you know, th- there is no hope. They don't have a hope in this world. They can't find it apart from Jesus and right. apart if from Jesus knowing him. Jesus can't set
1: you free, the hope, there is no more hope. There is no
0: hope. There is no other savior, but Jesus is the savior. He's the savior of the world. He's the hope of the world. He's the light that came in darkness just as he's come, in, come into your life to translate you from the, the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of light, the kingdom of life, which we now live in, which we now get to enjoy from fullness of life hallelujah this is the hope that we are to preach we are to preach Christ we're to preach the fullness of him that he is a healer preach the the revelation that he's our healer he's our deliverer he's our prosperity he's our forgiver of all of our sins he's our righteousness our redemption this is Jesus and he will fully take you to that place and you know he this message this gospel this truth is what is going to set people free in our in our in our times and so, you know, to, to close, we're talking, we're talking all about this because, yeah, there, there's false doctrine out there, but, you know, as we are full of the word, as we're young adults in these times, aware of the times that we're in, we know we're not going to bow to the doctrine of this day. We're not going to bow to the doctrine of the devil, and we're going to be aware of the schemes of the enemy that are trying to, you know, take take us to a lower place. But no, the people of God are strong. They know they're God, and we're able to do, be. Be strong, do exploits, walk in full freedom, walk knowing that the devil is defeated in our lives. The things that, you know, maybe other people have experienced, maybe I've experienced, you know, myself, that does not mean going forward that I can, you know, expect to experience those same things because no, I have the victory and his name is Jesus Christ.
2: Yeah, and just to close on that, you know, just uh, remember the devil has already been defeated when you when you uh confess the confess the word and you recite the word know that you know thank him for it think thank you Lord that you have delivered me thank you Lord that I have the victory everything's already happened you know it's just you have to go and claim it you have to go and receive it and so that's why it's not about it's not about God please heal me God will you please take this from me but it's God thank you that you have sent your son Jesus to die on the cross for me so I don't have to go through this and remember use the word the word if this is our thing on this podcast get in your word because if you don't get in your word then you'll be able to be deceived then you'll be able to be led astray because you won't know the truth everything has to come back to the word outside of the word everything is false so just remember, keep your foundation in the word. Keep your keep your foundation in there. In the, keep your, build your foundation on a sh- solid rock, which is the word. So we thank you for listening to another Young Adults Podcast. Remember to like, share, and subscribe on Acre, Pranker, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you may be listening to this too. And remember... You can follow us on Instagram at ya underscore power of love and email us at tpolcya at gmail.com. Guys, thank you again for listening, and we'll see you on the next one. Hey, guys. Thanks for listening to our podcast today. Don't forget to follow and subscribe to us on iTunes, Spotify, Anchor, and Breaker. Also, don't forget to follow our social media at ya underscore power of love. Thanks for listening.